0: the world and especially the United States
2: It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes.
4: Perception is the key, and the heart is the solution.
2: Heart perception will change everything.
4: I'm your host, Ryan Gable. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. Or find our website by searching www.thesecretteachings.info, where you'll find our show archive, our montages, top news stories, my books, and more. All of that at www.thesecretteachings.info and it looked like everything last night went very well with the network. I had to manually uh, insert and override the uh, the system last night, but the show aired as was hoped for, and uh, no pun intended. We did have uh, hope on the broadcast last night. We talked about the awakening of the divine inside of each and every one of us and the empowerment that that brings you, whether you're male, female, whatever you might be, however you might identify, whatever it might be. And there were a few things on that show last night that were important points. I went back and listened to it this morning. Important points that really need to, although they are elementary, they need to be turned into almost a form of like mainstream rhetoric in the sense that we need to repeat these things over and over again. Fear is one of the driving forces that prevents us from taking a stance, from opening our mouths, from doing what we know is right because we're afraid of the consequences, social, economic, whatever they might be. Fear is an inhibiting force, but it can also be a force that allows us to grow if we allow it to help us process hardship and we have the will to push through that hardship and become a better person. And that is the awakening of the divine in each and every one of us. That's the birth of the God or the goddess in each and every one of us. And today it might seem like, because I've done this for 10 years, so I, I have a different perspective than a lot of you do because I've seen The last 10 years of world affairs change from behind this microphone. And I'm focused on daily news and other subjects. We follow the wheel of the year. We follow what some people might call occult holidays. We look at things that are esoteric. We look at things that are mythological, anthropological. We look at things that are parapsychological and one of the things we talk about a lot on this show, and I don't have a name for it, but people refer to it as conspiracy theory. Just the word conspiracy, although it means people conspiring, and it doesn't mean that it's an evil act. You can conspire in secret to throw a birthday party for your friend or for your parents or something. But that word Going back to the early 1960s, after the Kennedy assassination, John F. Kennedy was killed, the Central Intelligence Agency, which had infiltrated mainstream media outlets through Project Mockingbird, official, declassified hundreds of agents all over the United States. Miami was one of the big places, Washington, where they had infiltrated those news outlets, putting agents in place to control the flow of information because you don't need to necessarily create a fake story you just need to create a narrative about something that has already happened you don't have to manufacture a story and I think it's weird that media intelligence agencies, foreign governments propaganda all these things are things that like governments have done these are things that like companies have done to hide some guilt that they are that they are feeling that they are responsible for for a, a product or for a disaster something in you know, like B, the BP oil spill or Exxon Valdez or something like that. Companies, governments, you know, powerful people ran PR campaigns. Pe- people with money and and something to lose. It wasn't the common person who ran a propaganda ad. Against other people. But that's unfortunately what's happening now with so called alternative media and with the proliferation in the last 10 years of access consistently and portably to a digital environment where literally everything is at your fingertips until you start to realize that there are some things you can't find because. The companies that run the search engines like Google, they throttle back certain subjects and stick them on additional pages where you'll have to flip through multiple pages to find something that would be the top search, but they've pushed it down, and it's done for political and other reasons, primarily political reasons. And so it's unfortunate now because what's happened is a lot of people who do not believe... Any official narrative. And they're terrified to even consider that what they believe could be inaccurate. And therefore, there's this great confusion of, I don't believe what anybody tells me from mainstream media, but I'm really scared to acknowledge that My views, contrary to mainstream media, my views, even though they're not mainstream media, might still be inaccurate. And so there's this cult ideology, a hive mind, if you will, that has been, I think, cultivated and stroked. The fires have been fanned by the same intelligence communities that have for decades and decades and decades run propaganda and psych warfare on the general public and population and the new form of psych warfare, the new form of propaganda is getting the individual to create it themselves. So the way that you do this apparently is you have to first of all demoralize people so that they are uncertain about themselves, they're uncertain about current events. They're uncertain about anything and everything. They have no idea what's going on around them. And when most people don't have an idea of what's going on around them and they're scared, they're fearful, they turn to the first thing that offers them a perception. Even if they know it's just a perception, it's not true. They turn to something that offers them the perception of safety, of security, of protection. And so when you have someone who is in that state of mind, they might know that what they believe is wrong, but they'll still do things that otherwise they wouldn't do just because they are terrified. And there are a number of people, and I'm sure the number is going to be in the the tens of thousands, who will get a COVID-19 vaccine believing that even though they don't think it'll help and it might be dangerous, they'll do it anyway because it's just their job to help society get back to normal. But there won't be a normal like we used to have. The World Economic Forum has told us that. Bill Gates has told us that. These unelected global government misleaders, whatever you choose to call them. And I keep seeing these news stories. I just read another one today. A year since COVID-19 emerged, Americans in Wuhan are afraid again for the United States. So there's this this state-sponsored Communist Party propaganda that shows us pictures of Wuhan, where the virus started, supposedly, and how the United States is the worst country in the world. Things have not been handled well here, despite enacting longer, arguably stricter lockdown procedures. And they've got pictures of of families, and nobody's really wearing a mask anymore, and people are partying and dancing, and Wuhan's just back, it's back to normal. I mean, it literally is Chinese state propaganda masquerading as free and independent media in the United States because the Chinese government has virtually infiltrated or purchased every outlet of media in the United States, whether it's based here or not. Uh, people are afraid of Russia. China is what you should be afraid of. That's why they constantly focus attention on China, diverting your, or Russia, rather, diverting your attention away from China. So where am I going with all this? What's the point? Well, the point is the individual now creates their own propaganda. The individual now so distrusts and is so demoralized, and that's what you have to do, demoralize and create distrust, and and, and just enough that they will question but not be able to think. And so what a lot of people, unfortunately, do is they regurgitate talking points of either mainstream, alternative media, whatever it might be, and that becomes the narrative, and it becomes rhetoric, and it's repeated over and over and over again. Now, to me, it gets really, really annoying, if I'm being blunt. It's very annoying, because when I do research to produce a show, which we do Monday through Friday right here on the Fringe FM, I like to look at things from an analytical and observatory point of view. Sure, I have opinions and I have perspectives and I have views that I feel strongly about. I don't take a lot of stances on things, but I absolutely do not support communism. And I think Marxism is an abhorrent scar on the face of human ideology and psychology and history. So I'll take a stance on certain things. But there are some things, people come to me and they show me videos and they show me links to articles and they'll show me, you know, whatever, evidence proof, and they'll say, see, look, this is what's happening right now in the news in regards to a certain news story. I'm speaking generally here, but we're going to get specific in a second. And I look at the stuff that people send me, and sometimes it's really great information, and other times it's, like, did you actually watch what you sent me? Because that's just that's just literally some made-up crap on YouTube. There's no evidence. There's no proof. People know that they can make money on YouTube by selling you hysteria, just like mainstream media knows. Hysteria, fear, that's what sells. Not just sex. Fear sells. Because fear triggers a response of what do I do? So then you stay tuned and they'll tell you what to do. Get your vaccine, stay home, whatever it might be. Other individuals are regurgitating and repeating what gets the hits on YouTube because they think, well, this must be accurate information. I want to be like this person. I want to speak about these things. I don't believe the official narrative, but they're not really aware enough to think for themselves. So they just regurgitate the made-up stuff. Then there are others who are fully well aware of what they're doing on YouTube or wherever it might be, podcasts, radio. And what they do is they intentionally play with and distort reality by taking stuff out of context and by scrambling the evidence or the lack thereof in relation to evidence that might or might not exist for a particular story or a particular subject. So it's not the intelligence community that's necessarily responsible for the mass programming and the mass propaganda distribution. It's the average person who doesn't believe mainstream media because they have no reason to believe them. And so they turn to alternative sources, or they turn to people who have platforms because it looks like this person on YouTube with, uh, you know a nice background. They must know what they're talking about, and it's the same illusion that you'll find with those people who watch Fox News or CNN. Well, they're in a big studio. They must know what they're talking about, and it's all a fraud. It's all a fraud, and I think most of you know that, but the one thing that really stuck with me this week that I wanted to talk about, and we we did a show Monday, uh, and of course we did a show last night, but we did a show Monday about the uh, toxic chemicals that are being sprayed all over the country, all over the world, to combat viruses when, in fact, exposure to these chemicals are poisonous, they're very dangerous, and they provide a toxic environment if you ingest them, if you inhale them, if you touch them, if you get them in your eyes, that are keen to these symptoms of exposure. are. Keen to, but they're basically the symptoms of COVID-19. So Then you go get a vaccine, and the vaccine side effects are the same as the symptoms of COVID-19 and the same as the chemicals. So we looked over that Monday. We looked over it a little bit last night. And the one thing that really stuck with me this week that I wanted to talk about, and some other shows beat me to it. Uh, Clyde Lewis beat me to it this week on this subject. Um, The subject of what happened in Tennessee on Christmas Day. I'm sure that most of you have seen or heard about what happened in Nashville A explosion from an RV that damaged multiple buildings and uh, did damage to the AT&T building near 2nd Avenue and Commerce Street. It was right around 6 or so a.m. the bomb detonated. Thing blows up. Lots of damage, sirens, glass. Sides of buildings are burned. I saw that Christmas morning and the next day I got a call from a friend of mine Jack and I got calls from a few other people who were uh wondering what I thought about it. Did you hear this? And I said, "Yeah, I read it Christmas morning. I just didn't, you know, I didn't think or do anything else with the story, although I did see a secondary story in Lebanon, uh Tennessee. This comes out of Lebanon, Tennessee. Uh 231 South in Wilson County. No explosives found in a suspicious vehicle. And it's, it's another RV. According to Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, a white box truck was parked at Crossroads Market in Water Hill around 10.30 a.m. Investigators received information that the vehicle was playing audio similar to what was heard before the Christmas Day explosion. So for those of you who didn't know, the authorities identified the man responsible for the Nashville bombing as 63-year-old Anthony Warner, of Antioch, Tennessee, they say he is responsible for the bombing in Nashville. And before the bomb went off, there were recordings of, well, there was music played and then there was a voice that came on and that said, if you can hear this message, please evacuate now. If you can hear this message, please evacuate now. And this was over, you know, uh, within an hour all of this occurred. I think there was a song played, and then like 30 minutes later there was this announcement, please leave the area, evacuate now if you can hear this message. And it played over and over and over again. And then the bomb blew up, exploded. And so the strange thing about this story is, in regards to how propaganda works, and what exactly it is that people call fake news and false information. Things happen. Things happen naturally. People take guns and they kill people. There are car wrecks. Buildings collapse. There are earthquakes, volcanoes. There are really, really bad hurricanes, tsunamis. There's a number of natural disasters. There are... Events that occur that are not so much disasters, but they are inconvenient, like having your internet knocked out or your power go out. That's inconvenient. Unless it becomes you know, a month long without power in the middle of the winter, that's less than inconvenient. That's a hazard. But there are certain things that are more dangerous than others and certain things that are, are not really something that we should be totally concerned with. It's because of our priorities and our perspective on the world where we put our attention and what we feel is, is is important and what's not important. And what what's important to most of us is feeling a sense of security. And when something like this happens, in this case in Nashville, Tennessee, there's an unease about it. Because at least for Americans, we're used to seeing this kind of stuff happen on the news in other countries, not in our city. And there are many of you, I'm sure, from around the world who feel similar, or if you think about it, I'm sure that you might at least see the point that you're not used to seeing this happen in your city, in your country, in your province, wherever you might live. So, this guy, Anthony Warner, 63 year old from Tennessee, he's supposedly responsible for the bomb. And when my friend Jack called me, he said, So, I, he said, I was watching this guy on YouTube, and this guy was talking about how this whole thing is fake, it's none of it's real. And I remember saying to Jack, I said, I, I don't know, Jack. I haven't watched it, so I'll, I'll watch the video with this guy you're talking about. He sent me the Jack sent me the link, and I said, I just don't see what there is to be fake. Well, what's what what what, what is fake about this? Why? What's the motivation behind it? And, and Jack told me he said, I don't really know. I just you should watch this video. It's really interesting. So I watched the video, and I read about this this the the story that unfolded in Nashville and I and I had read about it on Christmas morning and I uh, I started to think the first thing that came to my mind when Jack and I were having this conversation in in regards to how I felt about what he was telling me was what is the motivation and who's responsible not the individual but who what group is being blamed because the media didn't figure out a a name they didn't offer or issue a name of like a group you know Al-Qaeda, you know, Muslims, you know, white supremacists, something like that. They didn't give that out. We didn't hear anything for at least a day. And then uh, a a couple days after Christmas, uh, at least two days after Christmas, the article I have is from uh, the 28th of December. Then the authorities are like, uh, okay, we found, I think this was on Saturday, Sunday. So this was like two days after, a day or two after Christmas. The authorities said, hey, look, we found this guy, Anthony Warner. He's, he's the one that did it, but he's, he died in the bombing. Convenient, kind of like Anthony Dorner, where the police just burned the cabin down. Remember that? In Los Angeles, they opened fire on a pickup truck with two old Hispanic ladies and said, oops, we thought that was Christopher Dorner. He was former law enforcement, and he broke ranks and wrote this manifesto about how corrupt the LAPD was. And so they chased him down into a cabin. And then they executed him, uh, pretty much on live television. And they said, oh, no, they he, the the cabin burned down. Oops. And you hear gunshots. Pop, 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 pop. So they just basically blew this guy away. And you see that happen over and over and over again. In these really weird, bizarre stories, the person who does it always dies because that is the plausible deniability if there isn't a witness. That's the plausible deniability to something that... Uh, I read this a long time ago. It's from the from Project Salam, which is like a, it's like a Muslim legal advocacy group, but they put this together with the National Coalition to Protect Civil Freedoms back in 2014. And this report found that 95% of terrorist arrests have been the result of the FBI foiling its own entrapment plots. All of this as part of the post-911 war on terrorism. According to the report entitled Inventing Terrorists, the majority of arrests involved the unjust prosecution of targeted Muslim Americans. Now, that's the bias of this report, but a lot of them have been Muslim, no, no doubt about it. And it goes on to say that of m- most of these, these terrorist incidences, these terrorist attacks, about 95% are a result of the FBI creating a scenario recruiting someone to carry the attack out and then either allowing it to happen and then getting the guy or allowing it to proceed and then stopping it before it does happen. The FBI, then they stand there and say, we're heroes. We want more money. We're stopping the terrorists. This is all, you know, working to the American people's benefit. People feel better because look, the FBI is doing their job. Well, they are, but they're also creating their job in the meantime. So, that was back in 2014, and I find it interesting because you have these parallels between Oklahoma City, Nashville, Tennessee, the Ryder truck, back, and you can just go to, you know, if, if you're not, of course, sure of what the, the Oklahoma City bombing was, you just go and read about this pretty much anywhere on the internet. Uh, in 1995, around, it was actually around, uh, well, Pergus Night, a couple of days before that. April 19th, 1995, Timothy McVeigh parks the rented rider truck in front of the Alfred P. Murrah building in downtown Oklahoma City and detonates this bomb. Now, the, 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 the reality is there were more people involved and it's highly likely that the entire thing was set up by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, perhaps with other intel agencies. And so the question is, what happened in nashville is that also a result of fbi activity or intelligence agency activity i want to get into all of that and what they're blaming this attack on it's really interesting stay tuned to the secret teachings there's a lot more after this i uh pulled together a lot of details and information for tonight's show so i hope you enjoy stay tuned to the secret teachings we'll be back Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English, holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info
3: My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. the Fringe FM.
5: This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Secret Teachings.
3: This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
2: The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings excellent shows keep listening with your host ryan gable
4: broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below it's ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm this is david ike and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable
0: it's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth
4: your host Ryan Gable and you're listening to the secret teachings on the fringe FM so back at the beginning of this year end of last year about a year ago this month December 2020 you started seeing these reports out of Wuhan China about a virus and people vomiting blood and passing out on the street and dying and bodies piling up and hospitals being erected in 10 days and Fear, terror, Uh, people were frightened all over the world. What was happening in Wuhan? And we covered it here on The Secret Teachings months before the mainstream media even talked about it. We talked about it on The Secret Teachings at the end of last December. It's hard to believe it's been a year. And we talked about it into January, into February, before things in the United States began to lock down. Now, if you watch... Mainstream or even alternative media in the United States, you see this state-sponsored Chinese propaganda about how since Wuhan residents listened to what their government told them to do, and they surrendered, and this is the implication, they surrendered sovereignty and liberty for the betterment of the community. To keep themselves and others safe, they now get to walk around and party and go out to eat and watch movies and do whatever they want to do without masks and social distancing. They were really good, and now they get to be as free as they can be in China, which is not a lot of freedom. So it turned out that a lot of what we saw, if not virtually everything, none of which was really fact-checked, much of what we saw last year was fake. And it wasn't that the video itself was fake. It was just maybe we were watching something that wasn't actually filmed at that time, you know, in December last year. Could have been old footage. We saw things that were absolutely staged by the Communist Party of China to terrorize the world, to frighten people into employing the same draconian Lockdown measures that China has virtually all the time total authoritarian control over their population. And this goes back to right after the Communist Revolution in the late 40s, the early 1950s. The government of China, Beijing, said that there was this huge biological attack on China. They didn't have any evidence of it, but they told people to be safe. You need to wear a mask, social distance, don't go outside. And you need to collect insects that are infected so that you can get a a reward and help your country. And those who participated would get a red commie flag to fly, and those who didn't got a black flag, and that would be a shameful piece of cloth. You were shameful. You didn't care. It's basically today like not wearing a mask and not getting a vaccine. And so this was done in the 50s in China. Now today, it's not only eerily similar, it's, identical to what's happening in the United States, other countries like Australia, places like Canada, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the U.K. And when you really step back and you think about it, you realize how powerful media really is, how powerful images really are, how powerful video really is. I mean, yes, radio is powerful, but videos, images, images, This stimulates the imagination in a different way. And that's all that's being done. They are stimulating the imagination. They are stimulating the brain. They are stimulating that part of the brain and that imagination that when you watch a movie or you play a video game, a scary video game, a scary movie, you get to experience a very, very scary situation or something that is life-threatening or a natural disaster or whatever it might be, a terrorist attack, you get to experience that through your favorite actors and the script has it all wrapped up and by the end of the movie, everything's great and it's fine and you leave the movie theater or you turn your TV off, you go to bed, you, you know, that's it. But in the real world, there are things going on just like that and there are things that are manufactured to look like that to terrify people, to scare us. And when we step back from it, we can see how artificial it all is. It begins to crack open the shell that has encased our minds and our perceptions and our senses of the world so that we can recognize, if we choose to, that as people say all the time things are not as they seem and so when i was looking at this story from christmas morning about the bombing in nashville tennessee a lot of people asked me about this what do you think my friend jack called me he said listen ryan you got to check this out did you hear about this bombing and i said yep i i read it uh, the the morning of christmas i didn't read anything beyond that initial report and he said well i got this guy on youtube he was looking at and he said this guy on youtube fi- you know figured a lot of things out and and I, and I watched some of the video, and yeah, there are inconsistencies. There are, there, you know, the, the media always, it doesn't matter if something's staged or not. The media always uses stock footage. They're always using, like, paid images from an archive. Like, that's normal. They do that all the time, whether something's a big news story or it's not a news story. I mean, if you go back to 2016-17, when CNN was talking about Russia hacking into our voting system and overriding it to get Trump the victory. I guess they couldn't do it again this time, but to get Trump the victory in 2016, they used an image from the video game fallout. And and for those of you who don't know what fallout is, it's a, it's a post-apocalyptic video game for like Xbox and PlayStation and PC. And you hack, you can hack into these terminals in the game to open safes and open vaults. And CNN literally used an image of the screen from one of the monitors in Fallout as their evidence of Putin hacking into our election servers or something like that, right? And and and, and you know, it's funny how things can change so quickly in terms of what is considered reality by. Those people and those sources who tell us what reality is. Four years ago, election fraud was widespread. Now in 2020, there's no such thing as election fraud. Despite the fact that there's overwhelming election fraud and state legislatures are coming together to investigate it. The Supreme Court has thrown out at least uh, uh, one major uh, from Texas, one major uh, request to investigate the voter fraud with a 100 or so congresspeople. I mean, it's all over the country, but media won't tell you that. So they're manufacturing a sub-reality where that's not what happened. Now, the reason that I'm getting into this tonight is because every time there's an event that draws public attention, there's always a conspiracy about that event. And it's not because of Project Mockingbird and intelligence agency mainstream media infiltration. It's because of intelligence agencies that have worked to manipulate the minds of the average citizen to the point where they, the individual, will create the false narrative because they so don't believe the official narrative. And that's a result of demoralization it's a result of what I call conspiracy by number. You make it look real simple. You just look, number one is red, number five is green, and you just color it in, and then you figured out the puzzle. You figured it out. And this is done with uh, you know self-organizing collective intelligences and artificial intelligence systems like QAnon, and that's been going on for about four to five years with QAnon. People think that they're in charge, they're getting the secret information from somewhere, and the, these evil deep state cabalists, they don't have any idea that people on YouTube have access to this information. But you have access to that information, don't worry. That's why I don't I don't buy QAnon. I don't buy the deep state versus the the White Hats, like it's some kind of pay-per-view match that I can watch, like a fight or something in Vegas, I just don't buy all of this. I don't buy Pizzagate. I don't buy any of this. But what I do realize, and it's kind of ironic because I've talked about child trafficking networks, human trafficking networks, massive pedophilia, massive satanic rituals in the church, Boy Scouts of America, long before the lawsuits ever came out for Boy Scouts of America. I was saying that like eight years ago. Others longer than me. So I've been talking about that, but because I don't regurgitate to the alternative crowd, it's Pizzagate. They say, you don't believe it. You're just covering up for the mainstream media. You're a hack. You're a shill. You work for the FBI. It's like, listen, I have original thoughts, okay? And sometimes I agree with other people and their thoughts, and I'll tweak them a little bit because I see them a little differently, but ultimately I agree I have my own thoughts and I can acknowledge when other people I think are right or when they're on track with their investigation or with their point of view, their perception. What I don't do is deep throat CNN. I don't bend over for Fox News and I sure as hell don't in any way, shape or form concede to the underlying covert and oftentimes overt brazen implication That since I don't deep throat CNN and because I don't bend over for Fox News and because I don't lube up for MSNBC, that I must believe anything that is the opposite. And that right there, that there, the opposite must be true. That fallacy of the false dilemma, that is what the intelligence agencies have used to separate and to divide the average person because the average person when they stop believing what they've been told and they start looking for answers elsewhere, well, guess who's there? The very people who created the problem to offer you the solution. People and their faith is waning in mainstream sources, so let's create a larger problem. Let's make it more obvious that these mainstream sources, these legosaur media outlets, this dinosaur media is dying. Let's make it really obvious. And then we have alternative media outlets, and they'll give you the real news. And you can be in charge, and you can count to the the seventeenth letter of the alphabet, right? And you can—it's the letter of the day, like Sesame Street. And you're in charge, and you got little hacks, little 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 like David Wilcock, Butt Boys, like Jordan Sather and Corey Good, and all these people—they'll tell you what's really going on. But nobody can shut their PayPal's down. Nobody can censor them. Nobody can remove them from a platform. Well, I guess Jordan Sather got removed, but from youtube but they just seem impervious i'm not talking about one or two different people just people that spout this just complete nonsense and garbage without any balance to what they're saying is preposterous it's dangerous and it's demeaning and discrediting to all the 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 actual whistleblowers and the actual journalists and the actual radio hosts and the, the actual researchers And the people that can actually think for themselves and don't just regurgitate talking points because they heard it on a radio show, because they heard it on alternative media or they read it on, you know, some online platform. I mean, there is just as many people who read Snopes and think that's true as there are who read alternative media sites and think everything they hear and see is true. I mean, personally, I like Alex Jones. I've listened to Alex Jones for years. I don't regurgitate what Alex says. I agree with him on a lot, a majority of what he says. But I listen to people that call into his show, and maybe some of it's you know, people are just kind of like trying to kiss ass. But people call in, and it's just like a, a Christian bias or this or that bias, and they do it with you do it with other radio shows. People call in with a bias, a bias. Okay, everybody is biased, but let's really break this down. Let's. I want to break this down for you. I read an article from Yahoo News, and it says this, Law enforcement was warned about 5G conspiracy theories months before Nashville bombing. Now, when I first heard about this bombing in Nashville, I was wondering, and I asked my friend Jack this when he called me to tell me about it. I was wondering, who's going to be blamed? And I remember telling Jack, I said, I don't know what I think of this, Jack. Even if I watch these videos of other people breaking it down, I I think it's too early to really know anything. I told him this uh, yesterday. I said I don't really know uh, if it's possible to have uh, you know even even a mildly theoretical idea of what happened, mainly because mainstream media and al- alternative sources of, of media aren't really releasing a lot of information because it seems like a lot of information isn't known. So they didn't immediately come out and say, "Look, Proud Boys did this. Trump supporters did this. This group did." Th- they didn't say that. It was pretty silent. It was, this is a weird story. Uh, a song played, and then a few minutes later, like a half hour later, this message came on. This, this RV parked in downtown Nashville, this message came over, this loudspeaker, and it told people to evacuate, 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 get out of the area. If you can hear this message, please evacuate now, it said. And then this thing exploded, and, and there wasn't blame directly placed on any group. And so I remember telling Jack, I said, I don't know. I just feel like whenever they do, you know, isolate who's responsible or whatever was responsible for this, they're going to probably blame. They'll make it a political issue. Everything's political. And, of course, it, it was kind of turned political, but not, not really. And, and this, is, this is the core of what I want to talk about tonight. The authorities identified Anthony Warner, 63-year-old resident of Antioch, Tennessee, parked an RV in Nashville's downtown area next to the AT&T building. Now, the article says, law enforcement warned about 5G conspiracy theories months before Nashville bombing. 5G is the latest standard for broadband cellular networks, which is expected to dramatically increase data transfer speeds. They call it a standard, as if that means it's safe for its good. And the whole argument of installing 5G is because it dramatically increases data transfer speed, so you can watch your movie faster. I doubt that they've spent billions of dollars so that you can download a movie faster, but whatever helps you sleep at night, it sure won't be the 5G networks. They'll probably keep you up. But the FBI was, I guess you could say, warned about domestic violent extremists in a joint intelligence bulletin back in May of 2020. And I want to read you what this... Joint Intelligence Bulletin says in regards to conspiracies, COVID-19, and 5G. Because if you remember, when I started this segment and I was talking about what was going on in Wuhan a year ago, a lot of people said, Wuhan is where they tested 5G and that's why people got really sick. And from the beginning, I said, absolutely not. That's preposterous. That's not even kind of true. They tested a long, like a very large, big, 5G system there, but 5G was not installed in Wuhan for the first time. There's 5G in Rochester, New York. There's 5G in Baltimore, Maryland. There's 5G in California. There's 5G all over the country in the United States. There's 5G already active around the world. I said, how then is it possible to say, especially as if it's definitive, that 5G started coronavirus? Like, that never made any sense to me, and I got such flack for saying that. Oh, you don't believe 5G's bad Right back to that false dilemma fallacy again. I didn't say 5G wasn't bad. Okay, what I said was I don't think it caused people to get sick from what they call coronavirus. That sounds like total nonsense. But it's just credible enough on the surface that people will believe it because people are getting sick, clearly, right? That's what we saw. That was the reality that we were presented with, the narrative, the the framed reality. And they also had 5G there, so that must have been what did it. I mean, people like David Wilcock, that hack, he said people got sick because they have water fountains in Wuhan. That's what spread the virus. I mean, if you want to argue contagion, sure, maybe a water fountain didn't, didn't help if people are using it publicly, but that's not what spread the virus. Oh, he said people are smoking. That's what spread the virus. Really? People smoke all over the world. What are you talking about? None of this made any sense. But at the time, earlier this year, it allowed for media, mainstream media, to pick up on the notion that 5G was responsible for COVID-19 and just like Pizzagate, take a credible Concern that people in the, 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 the average person in our population in the United States or anywhere else in the world, the average common person has a concern with 5G, has a concern with whatever, taking that and associating it with something that is absolutely asinine and preposterous. Yes, there are child trafficking networks. Yes, there are human sacrifices that are performed. Yes, there are satanic cults. Yes, there is SRA. Yes, there are abuses carried out not only by priests, but by nuns in the church. There was just a big report that came out about that. Nuns who were paid to drag little boys to be raped. You can find that in the top news section of our website at thesecretteachings.info. That's all true, but no, I don't believe whatever the hell the Pizzagate story was. Like yeah, there are whistleblowers I've interviewed. Uh well, Bill Binney from the NSA before. He was a big whistleblower. You got Edward Snowden, Chelsea Manning or uh whatever her his name was before. Bradley Manning, Julian Assange, like those are whistleblowers. QAnon is a scam. Pizzagate is a scam. What Nick Bryant wrote the author we interviewed who released the Black Book of Jeffrey Epstein, what that guy wrote in his book, The Franklin Scandal, that was reality. The Finder's cult, that's reality. Nexium is reality. John of God is reality. Harvey Weinstein is reality. Jimmy Seville is reality. Pizzagate is a damn joke. It's a complete and absolute farce. And it's psych warfare to divert your attention away from what's really happening and focus it on something that's easily disprovable and something that is, even in my opinion, laughable. It's no wonder mainstream media talking heads that are paid six figures laugh and mock it, because it is ridiculous. But there's no space left open for critical thinking. And so this joint intelligence bulletin about domestic violent extremism says this. It says... This joint intelligence bulletin is intended to highlight targeting and attacks globally against critical infrastructure during the COVID-19 pandemic and advise of online threats against critical infrastructure made by individuals, including DVEs, domestic violent extremists in the United States and others possibly driven by conspiracy theories. Critical infrastructure has been a long-standing target of domestic violent extremists and are current targeting Uh, And current targeting, excuse me, observed appears to be focused primarily on locations associated with fifth generation telecom network 5G and the electric grid. Now, then, if you read further, the FBI explains how they define DVE, domestic violent extremists. They say DVE, an individual based and operating primarily within the United States or its territories without direction or inspiration from a foreign terrorist group or other foreign power who seeks to further political or social goals wholly or in part through unlawful acts of force and violence. The mere advocacy of political or social positions, political activism, use of strong rhetoric, or generalized philosophic embrace of violent tactics may not constitute extremism and may be constitutionally protected. So it's a little bit confusing. The FBI says this is a DVE, people that operate to further political and social goals wholly or in part through unlawful acts and the force of violence. Well, this would be virtually every governor of every state in the union. This would be a huge, enormous number of congressmen and congresswomen, senators, mayors, city council, all the people that have enforced, that have signed, that have ruled, that have demanded, that have f- tried to force you to acquiesce under threat of punishment by, by some fine or jail time or losing your business. Those are the actual terrorists. These are the people that are getting you to acquiesce to what they want you to do based on fear. And based on a threat, based on intimidation, which under Section 802 of the United States Patriot Act, domestic terrorism is defined as to coerce a civilian population. And then the FBI even says, as I read to you, the mere advocacy of political or social positions, political activism Even the use of strong rhetoric or generalized philosophic embrace of violent tactics may not constitute extremism and may be constitutionally protected. So even the Federal Bureau of Investigation says, along with the Department of Homeland Security, having a view, even if it's philosophical, of an embrace of violent tactics is constitutionally protected. That's what the FBI says. That doesn't mean you have a right to blow something up. It's the minutiae of what these words mean, what they imply, and what they're meant to do when they're sent out into the public like this. Mainstream media would have you think that any insubordination to their demands of what you believe, or to what federal authorities or local authorities tell you is resisting Authority. It's terrorism. It's unlawful. It's, uh, it's just, it's a horrible thing to think for yourself. It's all a conspiracy theory. But in reality, holding what the FBI considers extremist views is protected by the Constitution. And not only that, but to link 5G conspiracies or whatever they call them to da- domestic terrorism is like linking 5G to coronavirus. And it doesn't matter if the FBI does it or if some YouTuber does it. It's the same fallacy. And so you have to separate, okay, um, something's going on over here. I don't think it's associated with cigarette smoking, water fountains, or 5G. And yes, I don't think 5G is good, but I don't think people that are opposed to it are terrorists. Like, there's a lot to separate and go through. We're going to try to do that here on the Secret Teachings and get into more of this when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Fringe FM. Stay tuned to the Secret Teachings. After the top of this hour break, we've got another hour or so coming up here right on the Fringe FM, thefringe.fm. Stay with us. There's more after this.
1: Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM. You are
3: listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info.
5: Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? dot info
3: The Fringe FM. This
0: is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in fringe news. Check out the Rogie Report News here on The Fringe FM. You
3: can't handle the truth!
4: Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one year subscription to our archive, which includes the montage archive and all of my digital books the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. info. Hi, this is
2: Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM.
3: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark welcome to the darkness i hope you find it enlightening
4: broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below it's ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm
2: Mike Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
1: Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.
4: I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. I'm sure most of you by now have seen the story out of Nashville, Tennessee from Christmas morning. Supposedly 63-year-old Anthony Warner, resident of Antioch, Tennessee, detonated a bomb inside of an RV in downtown Nashville next to the AT&T building, damaging that building and surrounding buildings. And of course mainstream media has just stepped up to the plate to defend AT&T because AT&T is one of those networks responsible for the construction and the distribution of material for 5G or fifth generation technology which mainstream media and the corporations themselves and politicians say is good for you because it increases data transfer speeds. My question has always been, do you really think billions of dollars are spent so that you can download movies faster, so that you can listen to music more streamlined, so you can watch porn and pull up as many videos as you want? you really think that's why they spent hundreds of billions of dollars? Do you really think that's why Samsung is building 6G technology? They already have it built, so they can immerse you in a digital sub-reality, in their words, to create digital environments and digital replicas of yourself. That's in Samsung's own white papers. It's not because of faster download speeds. But my concern for 5G or for any subject, for what's in the water, what's in the food that I consume... You know, just very basic, simple things like, I'm curious, what kind of chemicals does the local municipality use to clean the water? Is this based on germ theory? What kind of chemicals are being dumped in to get rid of so-called pathogens while poisoning me in the process? This seems like a logical question to ask, and it is a logical question. And don't let anybody think make you think it's not a logical question. It's a very logical question. It's a reasonable question at best. Or rather, at worst, I should say, at worst, it's a reasonable question. At worst, it's a logical question. At best, it is the essence of free thought. It doesn't matter how absurd it sounds, I have a right to ask it. Now, in order to stifle and disrupt free thought, what happens is you go to the opposite end, to the most extremist point of view you can find, and you make that... The alternative. And when people are sick and tired of hearing how ludicrous and insane the alternative sounds, they'll turn either to the original mainstream sources of information, and I'm not necessarily talking about legacy media, or they'll turn to those that have been established to provide them with the outlet for their frustrations. They, they don't really trust mainstream media. They don't really trust the alternative Everybody's a little crazy, so let's turn to what now have become a an increasing number, an overwhelming number of so-called conspiracy analysts and conspiracy theorists that have YouTube videos and radio shows, which is great. There are a lot of people that are doing amazing work. Now, I don't consider myself special. I just find that I get a tremendous amount of flack and feedback when I say, yes, I I'm very aware for decades, you know, a decade or so I've been aware of human trafficking, child trafficking, satanic ritual abuse, you name it. But that doesn't mean I believe the Pizzagate story. It's a clever distraction, carefully orchestrated, to divert your attention from something that is real to something that is not real. To easily discredit that thing which has been manufactured artificially and to replace what is real with an artificial construct while simultaneously discrediting the credible information about what has actually transpired it's psychological warfare you may call it it you can call it whatever you want to call it i think you get my point the point is free thought real free thought means that i can think for myself it it means it means i can say you know what i don't think 5g is a really great technology i don't buy this faster speed is why they really want to install it but that doesn't mean that i think that that Wuhan, China was the epicenter of a so-called pandemic because of 5G. That's preposterous. And then on the other end of that spectrum, because if you didn't hear this, the FBI is saying that the bombing at the AT&T building in Nashville, Tennessee was carried out as a result of 5G conspiracy theories that have linked 5G to COVID-19. And even the Department of... Homeland Security and the FBI in a joint intelligence bulletin said that individuals, including domestic violent extremists in the United States, have been driven by conspiracy theories. And they say that current targeting observed appears to be focused primarily on locations associated with fifth generation telecom network, 5G and the electric grid. The Joint Intelligence Bulletin is intended to highlight targeting and attacks globally against critical infrastructure during the COVID-19 pandemic. So the FBI is making a similar link to the so-called conspiracy theorists. Well, they have 5G in Wuhan, so that must be why there's the virus outbreak. And then the FBI says something very similar, as not not as equally dumb, but they say something similar because this is well-organized propaganda. And they say... Well, you know, the people that don't like 5G and they think it's dangerous, they're domestic terrorists and extremists. And you're put into this category just for simply asking a few questions. Yet the FBI will tell you, I advise you to get a copy of this intelligence bulletin. It's incredible. It tells you what I've been telling you. It says at the bottom in small, fine print, the mere advocacy of political or social positions, political activism, use of strong rhetoric, and they even say this, or generalized philosophic embrace of what uh, of, of violent tactics. The FBI says generalized philosophic embrace of violent tactics may not constitute extremism and may be constitutionally protected. Yes, just like those executive orders and mandates and the so-called laws that are violations of federal law, they're violations of human rights law, they are null and they are void. Period. The only way that you participate is when you acquiesce. So this is what the FBI is saying. The FBI is saying because a bomb went off in front of the AT&T building in Nashville, it must have been because of crazy conspiracy theories about 5G. And then you have the crazy conspiracy theorists about 5G who say that the whole pandemic began because of 5G. And I'm sitting in the middle once again thinking, well, I think that's just all that's totally insane. And I have a lot of reasoning for that, like 5G was not first installed in Wuhan. That's the big one. It was not first installed in Wuhan. And second of all, in regards to this joint intelligence bulletin, how does the FBI come to that conclusion? Well, it was a bomb outside AT and T, and AT and T's five G, and we don't like conspiracy theorists. So five uh, G conspiracy theory, yeah, five G, yeah, that's why they blew up the building because of five G conspiracies, and it just provides justification and the public acceptance of cracking down on what are considered extremist elements in our society by censorship and arrest uh, of and arrests of people that have open minds. So they basically associate an open free sovereign mind with extremism and then say extremism is actually protected by the constitution if it is a political or philosophical view. It says that in the Joint Intelligence Bulletin. Because they know that they can't they know they can't actually violate the law unless they get your permission to do it. And if they get caught doing it and they get prosecuted, people get hanged. People get jailed for a very long time. So they have to acquire your acquiescence to it. Now, what happened in in Tennessee is really interesting. This bomb goes off. They found another one of these RVs, but they didn't find any uh, explosives in it. And that story came out on the 27th of December, two days after the initial explosion. Another similar RV. When this thing uh, was rolled up, about one twenty-two a.m., the bomb went off about six thirty a.m., damaging the AT&T building and others around it. It played uh, music. It it played uh, Petula Clark's "Downtown" song, and then a little bit later, it said, "If you can hear this message, please evacuate now." If you can hear this message, please evacuate now, and it just like repeats and repeats and repeats. This area must be evacuated now. This area must be evacuated now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. And then the bomb goes off and the camera goes white. So it plays a song downtown, and then the explosion goes off.
1: Boom!
4: And it damages the building, blows windows out singes the sidewalk and the side of other buildings. And rather than waiting to hear the information, what actually happened, people jump to conclusions immediately. Mainstream media jumps to conclusions. Conspiracy theorists jump to conclusions. And I, unless the information is overwhelming, I like to sit back and see what happens. I like to see the bugs get worked out of the system. And one of the things I heard about this bombing was the same kind of thing I heard about COVID-19 in Wuhan. I heard of COVID-19 in Wuhan last year, it's because of 5G. Because of a fallacy, of an association, of a false dilemma. If it's not this, it must be that. Oh, that's there, so it's a false association. Just because something else is there doesn't mean that's what caused what you're looking at. And then the FBI does a very similar thing in their joint intelligence bulletin back in May about 5G, and they say, well, eh, terrorists are those people who don't support 5G. As if it's something to support or not support, it's I just don't trust it. And not trusting something and wanting to see more evidence makes you a conspiracy theorist, it makes you a terrorist, the point I'm really trying to drive home is that it doesn't matter if it's the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, or it's some pre- some personal YouTube. It's the same mindset. It's, a, it's, this, it's the same ideology of, of creating a, a, a false sense of self-empowerment of, I know what's going on. We're in charge. Listen to us. Do what we say to do. It's that little tyrant in all of us. I just want to step back and look at it for what it is. And so what I heard about this bombing was immediately, it was they were housing the Dominion servers from the election in this building. I didn't see any evidence of that, but just people said it. And I said, okay, well, that would be interesting. Can you show me evidence of that? Well, there's no evidence of that. Nobody can find evidence of that. It's like, okay. Well, what we do know is that there were massive uh, cybersecurity issues as a result of this. People didn't have phone access or internet connections. Nine one one was uh, suspended. Computer systems went down. Online uh, classes went offline. Electronic payments went down. I mean, this is all you know. The great, the great thing about having a totally electronic system is that one glitch and the entire thing collapses. But that's a separate subject. And people kept saying it's the Dominion software. It's the Dominion voting system. That's what they're housing at the AT&T building in Nashville. Well, the bomb that went off went off at the AT&T building on 2nd Avenue in Nashville. Now, that's not the same AT&T building, the corporate office, that they call the Batman building. Some of you might have heard this. Now... These two buildings, the Batman building of the corporate AT&T office, and then the AT&T building, which was once known as South Central Bell Building, or Bell South Building, this was the building, not the one that was attacked, or whatever happened, attack or otherwise, that has a connection to Cerberus Capital Management. Cerberus owned that other AT&T building about 14 or 15 years ago, back in the early 2000s, 2006. And then it was immediately put back on the market and sold in about 2007 to MTL uh, MTL Leasing LLC. Now Cerberus, which you know is the three-headed dog, owns Dominion Voting. And Cerberus is run by Staples Street executives, Stephen Owens, Who is Joe Biden's brother-in-law, the co-founder of Staple Street Executives, along with William Kennard, who's a board member of Cerberus Capital Management, who is now going to be part of the leadership for AT and T. Also, Bill Clinton's FCC chair and Obama's advisor, uh, ambassador to the European Union. So that's a strange connection. Uh, but the building that was bombed was not the same building that was once owned by Cerberus Capital Management, which sold the building quickly after acquiring it. Cerberus, this capital management which uh, company which owns Dominion Voting, run by Staple Street Executives, Stephen Owens, Joe Biden's brother-in-law, who co-founded Staple Street Executives, and who. was also the former managing director of the Carlisle Group. Remember the Carlisle Group? Remember the Bin Ladens and the Bushes? had business dealings in the Carlisle Group. Blow it up, build it back stronger. That's not Joe Biden's slogan. That's what the Bushes and the Bin Ladens were doing over in the Middle East, Iraq and Afghanistan. So this is just really weird, these connections. But what happens is is we have this hysterical reaction. Oh, I know what it is. 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 I know what happened. It's because of the voting systems. And see, I bet if you did a survey, a lot of the people who believe it's the voting systems that were in the AT&T building, those are probably conservatives. And people who usually bite the bait, hook, line, and sinker, are usually liberals in this case. But when it was reversed... It was, it was the Republicans who believed everything about, you know, the election was solid and nothing happened because they won, and the Democrats who were really upset. So it's all political. And every time an event like this happens, you get people who say, okay, it happened, but it didn't happen like you were told. This is what actually happened. And then you have others who say, nothing actually happened. This is all staged. And then you have others who say, the whole thing is real. And then you have others who say, I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean a bomb went off downtown Nashville? You're just making that up. You're crazy. And all of these, these ideas, these mindsets, that the way that people think, it's because they're not thinking at all. It's bias. You don't even know what happened yet. How can you give me all these details? You have no idea what happened yet. Let's wait a couple days to figure out what information is available. If you want to do some digging in the meantime, sure. But don't give me a conclusive identification of the source of the, of, of, of the event. I mean, that's worse than mainstream media. Because at least mainstream media implies that what they're saying is true. These so-called conspiracy theorists just demand that you believe what they say because... Well, they don't believe mainstream media, so they must be right. And I just, I can't get along with these people. I can't get along with mainstream media people. I can't get along with alternative media people. I can't get along with conspiracy theorists. I don't know what people are talking about anymore. It's just complete mass hysteria. It doesn't make, make me a better person. It doesn't make me, you know, more good. It just means I'm, I'm, I'm really concerned with, like, free thought. I, I, I want to know what happened to free thought. I guess we're not allowed to have free thought anymore. I guess free thought has been outlawed. I guess free thought is dangerous. And that right there is really the the, the, the gym. Free thought is dangerous. That's why the FBI and others, whether it's the Department of Homeland Security or you know, the FBI runs like nine out of ten terrorist attacks, according to uh, big studies. But regardless of, of who's responsible for controlling the narrative, for framing the narrative, you have people who do not believe anything officially, anything the government tells them. They don't believe it, but they'll believe anything that is opposed to what the government says. So don't you think... Maybe intelligence agencies and social media companies would play on that that aversion to what's mainstream they would concoct their own alternative sources of information control the flow of information itself and manipulate and lead you to believe other things that were inaccurate based on your willingness to disbelieve in the mainline sources and to believe wholeheartedly and the alternative sources. And that's something to think about. That's really dangerous. Just because something isn't mainstream doesn't mean that it's right. And that really needs to be driven home. That really needs to be understood. Because if you truly want to understand what's going on, you first have to understand that just because you know that the official narrative is wrong, it's inaccurate, it's a lie, doesn't mean the alternative explanations are any more accurate or any more credible. We need to remember that. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. Don't go anywhere right here on The Fringe FM. And thank you all for tuning in tonight. You can still access our archive, get access to the montages and all of my digital books, plus a free book with free shipping in the U.S. It's still $40 for the holiday special until January 2nd. So check that out at www.thesecretteachings.com. Info. we'll be back, uh, we'll be back. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the Holy Days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum.
3: My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM The Fringe FM
5: This is The Secret Teachings If you'd like to contact the show email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings
3: This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website www.kevbakershow.com And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan
2: Gable. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
0: Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings excellent shows keep listening with your host ryan gable
4: broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below it's ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm this is david ike and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable
0: it's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth
4: listening to the secret teachings on the fringe fm i'm your host ryan gable thank you for tuning in tonight just like an advertisement that you see for perfume or cologne or a t-shirt or a video game there's always that disclaimer at the bottom right maybe it's makeup maybe it's a lottery ticket i don't know i don't really watch tv but whatever's advertised there's always that disclaimer This product will not actually help you lose weight. (laughs) You have to mix this cereal with a balanced breakfast of fruit and vegetables for it to actually be worth something. And it's really worth nothing. It's the fruit and vegetables and the water that's good for you. It's part of a balanced breakfast. The cereal isn't balanced. The balanced breakfast already exists. You're adding the cereal. You're actually creating an unbalanced breakfast. So you see these disclaimers because it's not accurate what they're selling you. As long as they have a disclaimer, then it can be implied and suggested, and it can also be... Stated legally that they've informed you that this product does not work, but you're going to buy it anyway. You have no recourse if it doesn't work for you, you know, unless they offer a return policy. And ideas are very similar to this. This is how psych warfare works. It's about implanting doubt into your mind. It's about putting a ghost in the mind, not in the machine, a ghost in the mind. A ghost that whispers, that, que- that makes you question, but not a good question. It makes you question what is rational, what is reasonable, what is logical. And it prevents you from asking questions that need to be asked in order to fully and truly understand and communicate. And it has you ask questions that are essentially irrelevant questions, that are easy to answer, that are staged, set-up, softball questions. What I really, truly deep down mean, if I can simplify it, is that this ghost in our mind is part of the hive mind, part of the psychological warfare, part of the propaganda. It's part of the memory hole. It's part of a mass media mind control operation that is operating all over the world globally connected to this internet of things where there is so much information real and fake that you become overwhelmed and you give up and when you give up you either go back to what is comfortable you go back to what you know is wrong but it's comfortable or you turn to something that Because you know the original mainstream sources of information are inaccurate and wrong, anything else must be true, right? Everything to the contrary must be accurate. But when those people are running the mainstream and the alternative to dissuade you from listening to what they've always said and to persuade you to listen to what they're now saying, which is the same thing, Unless you know how to think critically and step away from that, you'll always be a slave to the opinions and the dominant implications of what other people are telling and suggesting to you and what other people are presenting to you and communicating to your subconscious with in order to get you to think and to act like they want you to think and act. And anyone who doesn't think and act that way is labeled an extremist, a terrorist, a bad seed. And they are justifying with these bad seeds, which are just people like you and I who can think. The censorship of everybody, because we can't have these people that think for themselves questioning science, questioning facts, questioning data. We can't have them asking for proof of what we say. And they say really bad stuff, so... Don't you think we should just censor and block these people? Don't you think we should shut them down and take them off air? And most people are so helplessly terrified, they say, yes, yes, get rid of the people who are trying to hurt me. Please protect me, because they're controlled by fear. That's what's really in control. They're terrified, even if they know what's right. And this is how perception control works. I'll give you an example. If you go to Pfizer's website, Pfizer and BioNTech conclude phase three study of COVID-19 vaccine candidate. And it says 95% effective for the COVID-19 vaccine. However, they only tested the vaccine on eight people. Just eight. Eight people, 95% effective. Eight people. This is not science. This is not reality. This is fraud. This is pseudoscience. This is quackery. This is a scam. But stepping away from vaccines, let's look at 5G, fifth generation technology. The FBI says, people who don't trust 5G may be domestic terrorists. And there are stories about the bombing in Nashville at the at and building about Anthony Warner, that this was an act of domestic terrorism because of 5G conspiracy theories. Now, all of that, despite the fact that in 1995, it's well documented that the FBI was predominantly responsible, primarily in charge of the OKC bombing that was named on Timothy McVeigh as being the, the sole responsible party when he parked a rented rider truck in front of the Alfred P. Murrah building in downtown Oklahoma City and detonated a bomb at 9.02 a.m. This bomb that went off at Nashville... It's very similar in the sense that it's being blamed on conspiracy theorists and extremists. But we never hear about the information of why this happened. What Even if the official story were true, what motivates Timothy McVeigh to do this? What motivates Anthony Warner to do this? Do you really think it's like some conspiracy theory? You read online, somebody goes on Facebook and they see a conspiracy theory that says 5G is causing coronavirus and they decide, that's it. I'm packing an RV with a bomb and I'm blowing up the nearest at and building. Nobody thinks that. You might get a few people on the edge. Why did Timothy McVeigh do what he did? Did he even do it? Well, he was involved, sure, but was he the sole responsible party? No, there were other people involved. At the scene, there was at least one other person involved. And the FBI was behind it, just like the underwear bomber. Remember that gift we got a couple of Christmases ago? There was the underwear bomber, the sock bomber, or the shoe bomber. And the FBI just walks the guy onto the plane. But what motivates a person like this to do this, if the official narrative is true? They make us think as if these people just woke up one day and decided, I'm just going to blow a building up. This takes planning. This takes resources. This takes money. This takes organization. To do something like McVeigh supposedly did, to do something like Warner did even, that takes planning. He did just drive up to the AT&T building if Anthony Warner is the guy responsible in any way, shape, or form, and if he actually died, or if he was killed, or if he's just a, a face If he did drive up and detonate that bomb, what is it, what, what, what is the meaning? He just woke up that morning and decided to do that? No, they, he, played the, he played a song before the bomb went off. I mean, he pulled up at one something in the morning and detonated the bomb at six something. So he sat there for like five hours, played Petula Clark's hit song, Downtown, and then a recorded message that said, if you can hear this message, evacuate now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. Evacuate now. If you can hear this message, evacuate now. And then the bomb goes off. That's like six-something in the morning, Christmas. Christmas morning, this goes off. So it looks like, Whoever did this was trying to minimize civilian casualty, which is different than what the FBI did at OKC. And I say what the FBI did because we know the FBI was involved, and we know, according to at least one major study on the subject, from a list of U.S. Department of Justice data from 2001 to 2010, the number of preemptive prosecution cases is. 289 out of two hundred, or excuse me, out of 399, or 72.4% for acts of domestic terrorism. The number of elements of preemptive prosecution cases is 87 out of 399, or 21.8%. Combining preemptive prosecution cases and elements of preemptive prosecution cases, the total number of such cases on the DOG list is 376, or 94.2%, the report concluded that nearly 95% of terrorist arrests have been the result of FBI agents foiling their own entrapment plots as part of the 9-11 War on Terror. The FBI was behind these events for one reason or another. To justify the passing of legislation. To justify the removal of more liberties and freedoms to restrict them, to tighten the noose. Now what happened in Nashville, and there was a second RV found on the road playing a similar message, but there were no bombs in it in Wilson County. But this bomb that went off in Nashville, people said immediately, without any evidence, oh, it's at and It's probably because of the Dominion voting systems. And then when you look into that, it turns out that there are multiple AT&T buildings. The main corporate office, called the Batman Building, is not the same building. And this is the building that has a connection to Cerberus Capital, because they used to own it. The same company that owns Dominion Voting, Cerberus Capital Management LP, which is run by Staple Street Executives. Stephen Owens, Joe Biden's brother-in-law, is the co-founder of Staple Street Executives, along with William Kennard, who's a board member for Cerberus Capital Management and is going to lead AT&T. Within the next year, 2021, also part of Bill Clinton's FCC and Obama's ambassador to the EU. So the conspiracy theorists got it kind of right, but it had nothing. There weren't Dominion voting systems in that building. And then see, this is what happens and this is what's really frustrating because people want to believe it so badly They're like, well, that's just what the media is telling you. They're telling you it's not the same building, but listen to what this guy said on YouTube. He figured it out. Okay, maybe somebody figured it out on YouTube. Sure, fine, okay, great. But when you find evidence to the... Once you find evidence, okay, you don't have any evidence, so you make a claim. Once you find evidence to refute that claim, when you keep holding on to the claim because you just can't let it go, oh, it's just it's the conspiracy theory. It's definitely right because QAnon said it, or whatever it might be. I mean, it, that's delusion. Yeah, yeah the FBI's right. The, the mainstream media hacks who laugh at so-called conspiracy theories, they're right. They, they are laughing at you like I am. It's, it's a joke. But it's meant to be that way. Don't you see? It's meant to be that way. It's meant to be that way because it discredits real, true thought. It's artificial, synthetically stimulated thought so that it's easy to discredit and dismiss because it's built on a foundation of sand that is washing away with the first big wave that comes in. And that's the psych warfare. That's the propaganda. And all credible information, reasonable, logical thoughts, and critical thinking, all of it is eroded with that wave over and over again and sunk in the memory hole. So we forget it and we never think about it again. But when we read the fine print, read the fine print in the Joint Intelligence Bulletin from May from the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. And the FBI even says this, it's on their own, you know, their own paper. Advocacy of political or social positions, political activism, use of strong rhetoric, or even generalized philosophic embrace of violent tactics may not constitute extremism and may be constitutionally protected. So the whole bulletin says people that have these views on 5G and these conspiracy theorists, they're domestic terrorists, they're domestic violent extremist DVEs. but then it even says on the paper, those who hold philosophical extremist views and actions, these aren't actually terrorists, they're protected by the Constitution. So now what is the Joint intelligence bulletin from the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security, but any more anything more than another piece of polished propaganda that you would find out of any state-run media source? It's the exact same. It's not even the exact same thing. It is a carbon copy. If that can be more than the exact same thing. And they just lie. Like Pfizer. Oh, well, it's 95% effective vaccine. Well, how many people did you test? <laughs> Eight. And it says that on their website. There's no dangerous effects of 5G. Really? Well, I've got the LA Times here. 5G Dangerous. Early data shows slight increase in tumors in male rats exposed to cell phone radiation. Here's another one. International Journal of Hygiene and Environmental Health. Towards 5G communication systems, are their health implications? And it says radio frequency, extremely uh, low frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies promote oxidative stress, a condition involved in cancer onset, in several acute and chronic diseases, and in vascular homeostasis. And it goes on to tell you how dangerous 5G is. Here's another one, Wired Magazine. 5G smartphones cause cancer. They don't even say might, it just does, based on the data. And they've known this since the 1980s at least. Here's the BBC, 5G poses health risks. That's BBC, these are mainstream sources of information. But the reports that you get out of the big stories the real big stories that make make nightly news, they're like, oh, there's no evidence. Why don't you have evidence? Because they shredded it. They got rid of it. They blocked it. They destroyed it. That's where critical thinking comes into play. At the beginning of this year, we heard all about how 5G was responsible for the pandemic, and people said that's preposterous. 5G is great for the environment. It's great for humans. It's great for animals. And really, they're both wrong. It didn't cause coronavirus 19 it's not great for the environment it's very dangerous it's very risky but it's all about power and control it's all about spying it's all about the secure internet of things and the grid the smart grid the smart cities plugging into your brain assimilating you into a computer a digital sub-reality a virtual world like samsung's building with sixth generation technology and it's just so easy to debunk no wuhan was not where they installed the first 5g towers And then when you talk like that, it's like people say, oh, you just don't believe 5G is bad. Well, how about instead of just assuming something's bad or something's good because one source of information or one political party says or doesn't say something, how about we look at it for what it is first? How about we look at the information for what's available, for what it is, and then we'll make a decision based on that. A bomb goes off in Nashville. Let's wait to hear some information. Yeah, it's weird. There was a song playing. There's an evacuation message. The bomb blew up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Apparently, the people who did this didn't want to cause civilian casualties. But that could be just a clever ruse to make it seem like it's an individual who has a heart, who cares. But they're also implying that they are violent. So people that care, people that have a heart, people that don't want 5G, people that don't believe the election was fair, they're blowing up at and buildings. So don't question the official narrative. Don't drive an RV. You could be a terrorist. Don't reject 5G. Don't even question it. Don't don't even let the word fifth or generation or technology or is or dangerous or could or be or dangerous come out of your mouth in any order where or you're a terrorist. And although you have a right to believe whatever you want to believe and even hold extremist views it's protected by the Constitution you're still a domestic terrorist. You're still a violent extremist, according to the FBI. And guess what? Those so-called conspiracy theorists, they'll jump just as quickly as the FBI will to call you a name and to dismiss what you're saying because you'd like a little bit of perspective, because you'd like a little bit of objective analysis and overview. They'll jump to the same damn conclusion that the FBI will. They'll jump to the same damn conclusion that CNN or Fox News will. Alternative media will do the same thing that the individual conspiracy theorists will do. Because it's a hive mind, collectivized, ideological mindset. Which is cordoned off through rhetoric and through propaganda and through brainwashing and through lack of contextual association and observation from free thought. And that's what it's really all about in my view. Free thought. Being truly free and truly aware. Truly in control of your thoughts. To the, to the best of your ability. Because if you're not in control of your thoughts, someone else probably is. And it's probably subconscious. And you're probably never going to realize it. And When you do realize it, you realize wow. I, I had like, you you can think for yourself now. You, you don't just believe what your political party says. You don't just believe what the news says. You don't just believe what other people who watch or listen to those sources of information say. You question it. And that means you question me. You might agree with me, but question me too. Ryan, where do you get your information? Well, I, I can give you sources of information. I'll show it to you. I'm happy to show it to you because if you can show me that I'm inaccurate on something, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to listen. I mean, I only have two hours to do this show. It's like 15 minutes of breaks, like eight minutes or something of, of additional time for the network. So it's like an hour and 38-minute show. That's not a lot of time to get to what we need to get to. So I bring you as much as I can, and I bring it to you as objectively as I can five nights a week here on The Fringe. And I appreciate you listening, and what I want you to take away from tonight's show is the fallacy of the false dilemma. If you're not with them, you must be with this other person. And knowing that when you think for yourself, you realize the FBI and conspiracy theorists who are opposed, they do the same thing. They put you into categories because of what you perceptually believe or what it looks like you believe. Or even though in both scenarios, it's not driven by some government conspiracy or some some conspiratorial plan. It's it's driven by the lack of free thought, at least in my view, in my opinion. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Thank you all so much for listening tonight and to last night's show and to Monday's show and to every show here on The Fringe. Fringe.fm is the network website. Don't forget to download those Fringe FM apps for free. Our website, thesecretteachings.info. You can download all of our shows when you subscribe to the Archive. You can also listen and download all the montages, digitally access my books on the website, and get a free copy of one of my books when you subscribe to the Archive for our holiday special, which is still active for a couple of more days, www.thesecretteachings.info, facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings, and rdgable at yahoo.com. Don't get lost in the memory hole. I'm Ryan Gable. Stay safe, stay informed, and we'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info